Okay, so uh, this is the first episode of I Talk to My Cat About Things That Are On My Mind. Um, This episode is going to be about the four-act plot structure. So recently, I have been working on NaNoWriMo. So NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month, where you write 50,000 words in a month. And in preparation for that, I've had to in-depth research all about how plot works. And so I've settled on a version of plot that I have that I think really how would you say this? Really encaptures how um most plots work in a, the traditional media. So to start off, I use a four act structure. Some some uh some artists use three act structures, especially in film. But I don't understand that as much, and I'll get into that as we get through this. But I use a four-act structure. And the way that I define an act, according to... There was a video online of a guy who really did a good job of explaining this. And so basically, when you're writing, each one of the four acts represents a change in strategy. So the first act is the normal strategy. It's the strategy that the character has had from the beginning of... From before. This is before any change happens, and they try to use this strategy. And then, starting in the second act, they try out a new strategy. And so then that strategy, they're going to test it out, they're going to do whatever. And then, starting, at, starting in the third act, that, tra- that strategy is going to be dismantled a bit. It's going to be test, be like disproven in some ways, but also it's going to be tested, and it's going to fail in, in some aspect. And then, in the third and the fourth act, um, that is when... The character finally has all of the pieces they need to have a fully comprehensive strategy. So basically, as the, as the novel goes on, the strategy changes so that, so that at the end of the novel, the character strategy is something that actually works. Um, and so that's where I'm, st- where I'm starting from here. So in the first act, the first act I divided into two bits. It's the part before the inciting incident and the part after. So the part before the inciting incident is the setup. So basically during this period of the plot, the, um, the writer, the characters, all of the stuff that's happening is very much is the before. It's before anything happens, it's the normal. So this is when the writer starts defining what is normal for the character, for the universe. And so once they have that set up, then comes the inciting incident. Um, And during this inciting incident, the world is changed somehow. So it could be the character meets the person that they're going to start a relationship with in in the rest of the novel. Or the character get sick, finds out they're sick, or it could be it could be any number of those things. But the point is that the character is thrust into a situation in which their old strategy doesn't work. And once their old strategy doesn't work, that's when in the second part of the first act, they try to use this old strategy. Despite this, they try to use their old strategy, and then they realize, as we reach what is called the first plot point, um, the character realizes, I have to change my strategy. I have to commit to coming up with a new strategy to deal with whatever the inciting incident caused. And so that's the first plot point. The first plot point is the point of no return. It's when the character decides, I'm going to change the strategy. Or in some cases, it can just be the strategy. They are forced to change their strategy. For example, in The Hunger Games, the first plot point is when Katniss is officially thrown into The Hunger Games because at that point, there's no turning back. And so she has to change her strategy whether or not she wants to. Um, So once we have the first plot point, then you get into the second act. And the second act is... I kind of like to call it fun and games. It's where the premise of the book really comes into itself and where a lot of the um, 
a lot of the real like meat of the original conflict and build up starts. So this is where the character really starts to experiment with this new strategy that they come up with. So at the beginning of this part of this of this act, they might be fumbling around a bit. They might think that they understand what's going on and then fail. And they'll have a series of those conflicts until they reach the fir- the first pinch point. And so the pinch point is where the stakes are really reminded, uh, punched into the audience and to the character. So at this point, especially in something like an action movie or a a novel with a very concrete um, uh, antagonist, this is where they first come in contact with the villain. They usually don't come in contact with it directly. Like um, when I was watching Daredevil season three, the first there is an episode where they're in the prison, where in the, where, in the, where they're in a prison, and the villain does not directly attack Daredevil. However, he has minions attack Daredevil, and that is an example of a pinch point because it is the fir- the stakes are introduced, but it is not to the scale of the cl- that the climax will be. It is to a smaller and more. It's just a smaller scale. It's it's a way of introducing the stakes to the audience before the big battle, so that the audience is reminded of what could happen if something goes wrong and what they're actually fighting for. Um, and so this is the point where the character might also learn some piece of crucial information that can help them get to the midpoint. And so that's the se- that's what the second part of the of the fourth act is, or fourth of the second act is. It's continuing to fumble around. It's reacting to what happened in the pinch first pinch point. And there are things that are happening in there that lead up to the midpoint. And so the midpoint is, it's the point of reversal. So for the first half of the novel, even though the character might be doing things, the character is always reacting. The character is always retroactively responding to something that the protagonistic or antagonistic force has done, right? But at the midpoint, that all changes. The character has some revelation. A piece of information is revealed. Something happens where the character is suddenly being proactive, where the character goes from being reactionary to proactive. And so at this midpoint, this is when the character decides, I'm going to just, I'm going to defeat the villain. I know what I need to do. I'm going to do it. I've got this. And so as that's when we get into the uh, third act. And so the third act is, is the downfall. It's the, I start to do something. So the first part of the third act, the, what is this? The uh, fifth Eighth of the, of, well, yeah, you get my point. This section of it is about the the protagonist taking action, and so the protagonist is going to continue to take action. However, their actions are going to fail because there is some flaw in their strategy, and this flaw can is probably going to connect all the way back to the beginning, and that changes for every single novel, every single piece of fiction out there. However, they are going to try and fail in this chapter, in this or section of the novel and so they continue to try and fail try and fail try and fail until we get to the second pinch point and again just like the first one the stakes are reminded however the second pinch point is more important in that it triggers the downfall it triggers the darkest point so whatever happens at the pinch point after that point the character is going to rapidly fall downward so if you've seen any show at the point at which the character messes up fully and oftentimes the villain is involved in this usually the villain is involved in this but i mean you you can't guarantee that because novels are so uh variable but generally speaking the antagonistic force and or the character messes up right and so this is when a character dies or when 
they when it seems like all is lost. And so after this pinch point, this uh, the next point, the next part of the uh, plot, the part right before the right before the fourth act is all about uh, failing and then figuring out how to fix it. So you the, the protagonist has failed. The protagonist has completely and utterly failed at their task. And so now they have to reevaluate. They have to realize what they did wrong and they have to try to figure out a plan to just fix it, to get out of it, to see if they can defeat this antagonistic force despite everything that's happened. And so that is what happens. So it starts with the darkest point. So the pinch point happens. Then that pinch point leads the character down to a darkest point, And then right at that darkest point, the character has a revelation. And that revelation can actually be helpful or it can be not be helpful in the case of like a tragedy or something. But the point is that the character decides that they're going to try one more time. They're going to try with everything that they have and they're going to use the pain that they just experienced to fuel their, their, their final battle, their final endeavor with, with the antagonistic force. And so that is... And we start to approach the fourth act. And the thing that, that really cuts off, at least in the version of plot structure that I have established for myself, um, is the second plot point. And the second plot point is all about getting that last piece of crucial information. And it can be big, it can be small. But the last piece of crucial inter- information is what divides the third and fourth acts. So once the, char- once the protagonist or protagonists has, have the final piece of information that they need to officially defeat or confront or whatever it takes to put them into that climax, once they have that final piece of information, the fourth act starts. And so the fourth act, the first part of the fourth act is all about the battle. So at this point, the character knows what they need to do, and so they start doing it. And that, and it can still have plenty of arcs in it. Like, it isn't going to be an, an easy climb upward or climb downward. It's going to be an up and down, just like the rest of the book. But at this point, the character knows what needs to be done. And now they are just working to get to that point. And so this whole bit, they're working, they're working, they're working, and then climax. And so that is when the book finally reaches the crescendo that it's been building up to this entire time, and the character finally faces the protagonist. Maybe they have a a talk with it, or talk with the protagonist, or a duel, or they make some big, bold gesture of romance, for the example of like a romance book. And so at that point, that's the climax. And then after that, the book starts to wind down, the denouement. And so the book slowly winds down back to a kind of new normal for the character. And so that's when we have the end of the novel because then the character, the the, the arc is complete. Um, The new normal has been established. The character has changed. Or in some cases, for example, in like a tragedy, the character might not have changed. The character could have failed miserably. And at that point, the new normal isn't so much changed as... um, as it's uh, a reminder of their failings. But the point is the world is different than it was at the beginning of the novel. And a thing that's really important to note is that the character that goes into the f- that's from the first act could not have completed the action that takes place in the climax. That's really important, is that the character needs to change enough throughout the novel that the character that goes in, that, that exists throughout the first act could not complete the tasks required to complete the second the second set of acts the the second half of the, the novel or the creation um and so that way 
it, it, it's a it's growth. The character can't just be the same throughout the whole thing, or else doesn't have that same that same power, that same oomph. So, um, yeah, that's plot structure. I have spent a long time looking into this. There are other ways. Three act plot structure. One of the ones that I discovered that I considered using for a while, but this but uh, ended up not using was the twenty seven chapter model for film. There's the fifteen point system. Or point, I think, yeah, I think it's point. 15 point, or beat, 15 beat structure. There's lots of structures out there. This is the one that I happen to choose. But if you Google online, there are hundreds of different ways that you can understand a plot, that you can set up a plot. This is just one of them. This is the one that I have uh, figured out for myself. Um, Yeah, I hope you learned something from this. Uh, Me and my cat wish you all well. And we will see you in the next installment.